0: From Relay FM, this is Virtual, episode number 56. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Squarespace and Igloo. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by Federico Vittici. Hello, Mike.
1: Hello, big week.
0: Yeah, huge week, Huge Mike. week for video games this week.
1: Your to Apple TV came in, right? My Apple TV just came in about an hour ago. Yeah. I've been downloading video games. Same. Um... Been playing, been showing the Apple TV to my mom. I'm gonna spend the weekend with my mom, you know. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend is away this weekend, and uh, we we've been testing the the download system for the App Store. I haven't seen any uh, loading spinner or you know waiting times, you know, for the on demand resources that we were talking about for the Apple TV. Um, everything seems to be running just fine. I assume that for bigger games, you know, like uh, Asphalt or Oceanhorn, I will have to wait. For yeah, I've some.
0: I've only played some very simple games, and yeah. I mean, I still have a lot of thoughts to formulate still. So we're going to be talking about this on Connected next week in more detail if you want to hear that. But yeah, um, I don't know. My my overall feeling is if I want to play games, I need to buy a controller because the remote sucks. For yeah, games like yeah, as we knew I, it would. Um unless the game is built for that, like the little um the beat game, the bat the bat one, whatever it's called. Beat Sports. Yeah, beat, beat sports. sports. Right. So yeah, that's, that's made for that. 999. Uh,
1: that's nine bucks, right? That surprised me. Yeah.
0: I don't know why I thought this, but I thought that game would be free. Yeah, me too. As a like system kind of sell a game because Apple kind of pitched it as like we partnered with such and such to do this oh, it's, so for some game. reason in my mind that game was a free game but yeah. it's not but I have to say of the games that I've played so far it's my favourite one yeah works really really well so
1: I gotta, I gotta buy that game you know but yeah, you first I, I'm i I'm going to the Apple store later this day and uh, um, I'm gonna buy I think the Nimbus controller it's called the Steel Series controller uh, the one that my friend Zach Sa- Saichi on Twitter shared last night. Uh, so I'm going to try to get that at the Apple Store, and I will I will play more games tonight, you know. Uh, I want to try the Beat Sports one. I think it should be like a good demo for the Siri remote. By the way, um, of course, I bought an Apple TV from the Italian Apple Store online, and I have an Italian iCloud account, but my Apple ID, you know... Um, the one that I use for the App Store, for the iTunes Store, it's a fake American one, and mm-hmm. I can use a Siri on my Italian Apple TV with the with the American account. So that's good huh. news. Yes, yeah. well, that seems good. Yeah, yeah. I I was just talking to, I was just asking Siri questions before, like uh, show me comedies for, uh, you know, with Amy Schumer. Show me, uh, you know. The top TV shows this year. It's very nice. Very nice uh, interaction. It's kind of weird that Siri doesn't talk back. There's just feedback on the screen. Yeah, uh, It's also weird that you have to hold. Yeah, button. you gotta I to hold I just press the button them. every time. But yes. hey, you know what the
0: weirdest part about Siri? We're totally ruined connected now. You can't search the App Store.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. And Like,
0: I'm in the App Store, and I'm like, I wanted to search for um, Owen Voorhees' game, King Me. Um which is looking oh, yeah, at the show. Yeah, and I'm like yeah. search for King Me. And it's like, I can't do that. I'm like, well, what's wrong with you? So then I had to go and type it in like a numbskull.
1: It's especially when you when you want to find, you know, these indie games not made by big time big name exactly. developers. You gotta search for them and typing it's just plain terrible. Yeah. And there's no there's no update to the yep. remote app and which, why? you know cuz now it's like i'm putting
0: a link in our show notes to that game that i just mentioned it's the checkers game for the apple tv uh-huh. yeah but you can't do nothing with that right <laughs> it's like, nothing. all right you can go look at it but you can't you then still have to type it into the thing I
1: you know. got to you got to type the name and you got to hope that you find the actual app on the app store it's just terrible uh, a theory that is going around uh, is that the the categories screen it's not ready yet because There's some
0: stuff is what is what I've heard. But. Yeah,
1: some there, there there are like categories with just one app, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't make sense to launch them.
0: Well, you can see it when you start searching; it starts to pre-populate. And I typed the letter A in earlier, and it only filled in like a hundred apps. And it was mm-hmm. like woof, yeah. you know, like it, <laughs> the letter A is used quite a lot. You'd maybe expect that to be there more. So yeah, there's there's just not a lot of stuff, which is probably a good thing. When you think about it, because the watch store was full of crap, so yeah, you know,
1: yeah, and I would argue that you know, the, on, on the on the watch store, uh, it's still confusing to me that that it's you can find apps on the regular app store, but there's also an app store into the watch app, but into that app store, there's no categories of apps is just featured and it doesn't update as, as frequently as the normal app store on the iphone it's a it's a mess if you ask me uh, we'll see what happens on the apple tv so right now i only downloaded these games that are featured on the on the front page so i'm looking right now at my tv do
0: you know what and- i did as well as a top top tip for anybody getting an apple tv today just go into the purchase tab and you'll see oh, all yeah. of the games like Space Age. Didn't know it was going to be on the Apple TV. Yeah, me neither. Um, so I downloaded it. So that is my my top tip of the day. There it's going. So my tip.
1: <laughs> the mic tip. The mic tip. Uh, so right now I got uh, Crossy Road was the first game that I that I, that I yep. downloaded. Uh, Rayman Adventures, yep. Oceanhorn. Yep. Artos Adventure and yep. Asphalt Eight. I I did cannibal as well. Oh, yeah, good I saw now. that. See, I, I wasn't expecting that to no, be neither available. Neither
0: was I. So, yeah, pretty much the same as you, and I have a lot of thoughts that are buzzing around my brain that I need to formulate a little bit more. But yeah. I may buy a controller, maybe. We'll see.
1: Oh, no, I'm, go- I'm going to the Apple Store in like an hour, so I you, will You're going to you- get one? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good, I will good try good. Yeah.
0: That's good. I, I want to hear what it's like before I buy one, so that yeah, will be a good way to do I will tell about. you.
1: Mike, besides the Apple TV... (laughs) There's been a lot of gaming news (laughs) as well. There's a lot of gaming news. so Let's just, uh, you know, run through them all. Uh, People, of course, people are crazy. We know that. But people are also doing crazy things with Mario Maker. Uh, I I saw this link on Kotaku about a person who made a crazy level in Mario Maker um, to recreate a checkpoint system based on a secret code and Mario items so you as you go through this level through this stage by this person uh, you discover uh, an unlock code and when it's more of a sequence of steps that you gotta recreate in this checkpoint screen uh, you, you basically you need to jump in a specific uh, sequence of you know uh, like uh, boxes you know you gotta activate all these switches and if you do you unlock a secret passage Passage to uh, the, you know, the level, the checkpoint. Uh, so this is crazy. It's very difficult to explain, so make sure to check out the video. There's the the, the, the two people trying to explain this system kind of go crazy over so this. So
0: what I, what I, is it right to kind of say they've created multiple Mario Maker levels that they are tying together, and when you complete one of the levels, it gives you the code for the next level, which ends up being a kind of um, checkpoint system
1: yeah yeah sort of i mean but all of uh, this
0: is now mute right moot sorry because, exactly uh, exactly because a, a nintendo software update. are adding checkpoints yeah. to yes. mario maker which is a really good idea
1: yeah and next week november 4th there's gonna be a software update to so you will have mid-level checkpoints of course makes sense finally you will be able to um Place items based on the size of Mario, so if you're already Super Mario, uh, uh, a question mark box will give you the fire mushroom instead of the regular mushroom, and so you can can add that kind of variety to to levels based on the, the size of the character, and there's also going to be new sections to discover stages from other people, so there's going to be an official makers section, which lists all levels from... Official levels from Nintendo employees, and there's also going to be an event courses section where you can find a collection, I would say a curated collection, of special events like the Facebook Hackathon, Um, maybe some also, I I think I saw the news, uh, you know, the the Japanese TV show, the Game Center CX.
0: I don't but okay <laughs> it's very popular it's, it's
1: a game show it's a game show in japan where uh these um these host uh, is a very funny guy i think his name is arino something uh he tries to play old video games and he's terrible at it but they they film him playing the game and struggling to get better at the game it's it's hilarious and i and i uh, i'm familiar with this show because um I, I I I watched the interview with Mr. Arino and Satoru Iwata uh, when you know Iwata passed away uh, a few months ago, and it 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 sounds like a really fun show, and you can you can find some clips on YouTube. So in this event courses section, uh, there's a you know you will find a, a collection of all these partnerships that Nintendo does with other companies and. Uh, You know, famous people, basically, to download levels in Mario Maker. And this is good, I I guess, for discovery, for people like me. You know, I don't spend much time browsing through the entire uh, Mario Maker community. I I find it annoying to download stages by copying and pasting, you know, uh, download codes from Twitter into my Nintendo Wii U. And so, eh, you know, that's good. Mario Maker, Nintendo is continuing to re-software update. Uh, I think we're happy about this, Mike. Are you happy? Yeah,
0: I think it is a smart way of doing things. If they're gonna, you know, they're gonna do this.
1: This is the way to do it. Awesome. Um, Now let me, let me, let me. I'm also happy, Mike, because. There's a, a victory for game preservation this week. Uh, you sent me a link uh, yes. to this, to, this uh, to the news that an exemption to the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, which is a U.S. law that defends copyright, and they they updated the law basically to allow game historians and people who care about preservation to alter old games, and hardware for online games where the online component is no longer available, no longer functioning. So this exemption allows to circumvent restrictions in game code and in computers, to provide alternatives for those old games where the the servers have been turned off and there's no way to enjoy those games anymore. So for historical purposes, for people who want to, you know, show what these old online games used to be in exhibitions or museums or, you know, educational purposes even, uh, they will be able legally to basically jailbreak the game code, to modify the game code, to launch uh, fan-made servers, new servers, to alter computers if necessary, to make sure that these games can be enjoyed again. It's not a complete victory, because as the EFF also notes, um, and I'm gonna quote here, the new exemption allows players to modify their copy of a game to eliminate the need for an authentication server after the original server is shut down. Museums, libraries, and archives can go a step further and jailbreak game consoles and needed to get the games working again. Uh, Disappointingly, the the librarian limited the the exemption to the games that can be played at all after a server shutdown, excluding games where only the online multiplayer features are lost. So basically, if a game doesn't work anymore, like, you cannot do anything with this game because it's completely online-based, the the exemption to the to the DMCA now allows you to modify the game code and the hardware. If a game has an online feature or section that is no longer working, you still cannot modify those games. But I, I guess that will get there. You know, it's a it's,
0: start. It's a good start. It's a
1: start. It's a good start, and it's a it's a it's a really a major breakthrough in terms of copyright. To you know. To recognize that video games uh, need to be preserved for historical reasons, and I'm, I was really happy to see this news. I hope that they will continue to expand down this road. In fact, I was also really happy to see that the 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 the, the, the jailbreak exemption to the DMCA has also been extended. So in the US, you will still be able to jailbreak mobile devices, computers to install third-party software that is not. That isn't allowed by default. So that's good. Uh, I wanna see more along these lines for video games. This is a good start. I'm really happy. And hopefully they will do something for mobile apps and games as well in the future. We'll see.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is the start, right? This is a yeah. good start to yeah. it. it. They're showing that, like, you know, uh, that they're understanding, like the lawmakers are understanding um, yeah. that this makes sense to actually do this the the idea of the jailbreaking thing i get why they do that but like i'm like how many people actually know how to do this like it's great that you've allowed it but maybe it'll be difficult to do and, and i hope that there's some people that understand how to take care of this kind of thing yeah you know like you can say oh great you can do this but then it's like well actually how do you do it you know mm-hmm. that's that's the thing that i'm not sure about but i'm interested to see how it's going to go Yeah, me too.
1: The next link, Mike, um, this is big news. Are you ready?
0: I'm going to take a break. (laughs) This week's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. You can start building your own website today at squarespace.com and use the offer code INSERTCOIN at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. With Squarespace, you're able to build a website that looks professionally designed regardless of your skill level, with no coding experience required. With their intuitive and easy-to-use tools, you can make your website look and feel exactly how you want. Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology that powers all of their websites. They ensure security and stability at all times, and they're trusted by millions of people around the world because of it. People also love naturally Squarespace's fantastic templates. They all feature responsive design. They all look fan- they just all look really, really great. They look great on all devices, and you can very easily customize them to look and feel exactly how you want, and create the website that you want to put on the internet and that you want to put your name to. Talking about names, you can get a free domain name if you. Sign up for one of Squarespace's annual plans, which start at just $8 a month. Squarespace offer 24-7 support with live chat and email. They have a commerce platform, so you can sell your own physical and digital goods. They have rock-solid, fast hosting, and so much more. You can sign up for a free trial today by going to squarespace.com and you don't need any credit card to do that and when you decide to sign up for Squarespace make sure that you use the offer code insertcoin or one word to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for virtual thank you so much to Squarespace for their support of Relay FM. Squarespace build it beautiful it may be your best shot
1: so we have a release date actually we have a release month for No Man's Sky June two thousand sixteen.
0: Heartbreak Hotel, June two thousand and sixteen. <laughs> so we will get we will see No Man's Sky at three E threes. Yeah. <laughs> Basically yes. Yeah. It will Mike. be at three E threes, because they will be doing the final like surprise that you didn't even know was there kind of thing. We'll probably yeah. what do at E three, right? They'll 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 give some sort of they'll give some sort of thing. Right. Maybe
1: another delay. <laughs> yeah, surprise, next year. <laughs> next year, uh, we were joking, people. <laughs> the oh. game is not coming out. Uh, but yes, we we got a new trailer uh, this week. Uh, th- last week or this week, I think it was a few days ago. It so, was this it week. was
0: October 27th, so it was just a couple of days ago. It's all part of, days of Paris ago. Games Week.
1: yes um new trailer it looks good as usual uh you know the music from 65 days of Static. looks fa- sounds fantastic to me um but yeah <laughs> there's a long wait mike to, the, to this game y- you were saying you were thinking the game was ready after the appearance of on on the what's the name the late show the yeah i don't show.
0: i can't understand any of this now i don't know why they <laughs> booked him why did they book him
1: I told you my theory they booked it in advance and at that point they didn't want to cancel but the game was already delayed
0: I would agree but the delay is a year. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how you make that kind of mistake, right? Like, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's like, you know, it's delayed by like three or four months and then Sony are like, well, we want it to fit in this calendar. You know, like there's all kinds of things I expect that go around on this. But here's something I don't know if I... I don't think I knew this, that No Man's Sky is a timed console exclusive, which whilst there's been no official announcement, because they're saying that, this is coming to Xbox, is what that would suggest.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Because they've never said that. They've, I, I, they've never said those words explicitly, right? They said, I only have seen the, the words timed console exclusive once or twice for this, and I must have forgotten it, because I saw it again when they were talking about it. But it's coming out on PC and PlayStation first, and they're coming out at the same time. And then it seems like that this will be a... Xbox game as well, which is crazy to me that Sony didn't just give Hello Games all of the money because a timed console exclusive is one thing, but an exclusive IP that sells consoles. Yeah. Uh, But I guess maybe Hello Games was like, you can't give us enough money, but you know, like to make us do this. But uh...
1: I guess that, you know, after so many years they want to be able to sell this game on as many platforms as possible. Yeah, seems that way. Seems that but way. I mean, you know, PC and Xbox, yeah, I mean, that that's a huge audience, potentially for this indie this studio. Um, we'll see. But Mike, you know, we the, we will talk about this game many, many times again. <laughs> I <laughs> From... don't want
0: to. I, I hope that we don't hear much yeah. about it now until like April or May of next year. Like, I, I just want them to go quiet on it now to try and bring the hype down a bit. They yeah. need to stop going on late night talk shows now. In my in my opinion, <laughs> the hype needs to come down because we've got. A, if we're gonna have another year of hyping this game, it cannot live up to the expectations. <laughs> set for it. Yeah,
1: You know, hey guys, enough with the with the TV shows. Enough with the red carpets. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's just,
0: ha, that's how I feel anyway. I mean, they can do whatever they want, and there are smart people working on this. But I think that they need to to just bring it down a bit now um, and we'll and go calm for a while. And then maybe, maybe the start of next year, start getting the hype train back up again. But for the next like four or five months, I would say to cool it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I would agree. Uh, what do I know? Something that, uh, that happened to me this week, Mike, mm-hmm. uh, this is the last one before, uh, you know, I talk about a big topic today. Um, I was sure that I wanted to at least try uh, the new Zelda Triforce Heroes for the 3DS. This uh, is the
0: three-player game, right?
1: Yeah, and that's the part that I had forgotten about. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was I, I was on Twitter. I saw that uh, Zelda was was available on the eShop. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to buy this, this game. Then I tweeted, uh, should I buy this game? And immediately after, like I was talking to myself, I'm like, yeah, of course I'm going to buy this game. But then I came across... Uh, the Kotaku articles about the problems of this game and I realized I wasn't remembering the crazy limitations we had talked about uh, for the multiplayer here so the game didn't get good reviews (laughs) by the press Uh, and it's I I think it's sold uh, it it didn't go well in Japan and it's the Zelda game with the lowest uh, amount of units like in forever. And so that's not a good sign. Uh, but the major problem here is that you can the game needs to be played with two other people. So it's either you play by yourself and the other two Link characters are played, you know, by are basically dumb CPU characters that you need to control. And according to the reviews, it's a really tedious process. It's not fun at all. Or you need to play with two people, but you cannot play with just another person like your girlfriend or a friend or your neighbor, uh, you know, or a friend like you, Mike. Me and you, we like Nintendo games. We know each other, but we don't have a third friend with the common, you know, interest. Uh, you cannot do like mix and match another person and the CPU. Uh, you always need to be three people playing the game. Uh, and if one of those drops from the game, it's game over, which is terrible. Uh, I I was reading through these problems mentioned in, in many other articles also, and I'm like, no, nope, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this game just because it's a Zelda game and because I like to buy Zelda games for my Nintendo, but I'm not gonna enjoy this game. So I I didn't get the game, and it's the first Zelda that I haven't bought in a, in a very long time. Probably since the Game by Color, when I didn't get the Oracle of Ages game. I got Oracle of Seasons, you know? Uh, Which is strange, to say the least, you know? I even bought Spirit Tracks on the DS. I mean, I got them all. I didn't get Triforce Heroes.
0: It just doesn't really look like a lot of fun to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to play a game and be upset about it, <laughs> yeah. you know, To to with these multiplayer problems. I would expect Nintendo to release some kind of patch or software update eventually, uh, because, you know, it seems like, a, like such a simple feature to add. I mean, I wouldn't say simple, but just obvious. It's an obvious feature to, to have.
0: Which makes me think that they don't know how to do it. In a, in an easy way, or that their hardware, uh, or their systems can't support it, because it's so, so obvious. So Why so would you do obvious, it yeah. this way? I don't know, Mike. It Feels a bit rushed. This game, anyway, like it kind of came out of nowhere, and then it was out.
1: Mm, yeah, I mean, um, they kind of wanted to do the the like a like a new Zelda Four Swords Adventures, uh, like a, you know the GameCube game which also had uh, some crazy limitations people needed to play with uh, by connecting their their GBAs to the GameCube with the special link cable. Uh, but, you know, with uh, the with, uh, with wireless connections, with, you know, new consoles and online, online connectivity, I was thinking, hey, maybe Nintendo could do a better job this time. But nope, still crazy multiplayer limitations, and I'm staying, you know, away from this game because I really don't want to be angry about it. Uh... So yeah. No no try for zeroes for me, Mike. I'm sorry to hear that. This week, Michael,
0: mm-hmm.
1: something happened. Yeah. And and we wanna we want to talk about it. Nintendo so,
0: had a press conference.
1: Yes. It was a I think they call it an investor meeting. Yeah. Uh in in Tokyo. Um mm-hmm. So this, this meeting came the day after the, the earnings result from Nintendo, uh, which of course, isn't selling as many Wii Us and 3DSs as they were hoping. Um, but the big, news, the big news here is that President Kimishima has offered the first details of Nintendo's future on you know, online services and smartphone apps. So, I kind of wanted to start from the online portion because I think it's really interesting. So there was some confusion here uh, because, you know, the presentation was in Japanese and the only way to follow the presentation was with a live blog from the Wall Street Journal and the English version of the press release didn't come out until a couple of hours later. Um, So initially there was some confusion about the names My Nintendo and the Nintendo account. So Nintendo has announced these two things, and there's a great explainer by Vux. God bless him. Uh, he, he laid out all the details of m- what My Nintendo is and what Nintendo Account is. So the first change is the Nintendo Account. The Nintendo Account is a new unified system to log into this a Nintendo service called My Nintendo. It's like iCloud for Apple. Is My Nintendo for Nintendo and your Apple ID is the Nintendo account so the the service is called My Nintendo the account system is called Nintendo account Nintendo account supports legacy logins so the Nintendo network ID and social logins so you can use your Facebook account your Twitter your Google Plus account if you still use Google Plus or you can use traditional email and password
0: um so you create an account with Nintendo using any of those
1: sign-up yes. methods, and they're cool with yeah. it. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, platform. yeah, it's
1: you know it's a it's a thing that a lot of services do to yeah. sign up with all these uh you know with these accounts. Uh, it's very convenient, especially if you don't want to create a bunch of logins. You just associate a new service with an existing social profile. Um, so, but if you still have a Nintendo Network ID like I do, you can. I guess there will be some way to migrate the Nintendo Network ID to the Nintendo account. the The key aspect here is that Nintendo account is going to work on all devices and consoles. So it'll work on the web. It'll work on the on the on the home console or portable console. It'll work on mobile devices. So it's a unified way to log into your Nintendo. Account. That's why it's called Nintendo Account. It's your Nintendo profile, and what you can find here is a bunch of different features. So it's your account information, of course. So it's used for uh, purchases, you know, uh, on the on the eShop uh, or whatever is going to be next for Nintendo and you know digital games. Uh, you can use it to back and sync character and game data uh, across right. devices finally uh so it's it's a you know it's a it's a common storage system for all nintendo games and platforms you can use it and this is the big finally for me they will drop i i guess this isn't my assumption but there's going to be friends lists like facebook you can send a friend request the other person will have to accept that and you will be friends you know on the yeah. on the on my Nintendo, so no more friends codes. That's what I'm hoping. Um, you will be able to read messages from games, notifications. So they sync across all platforms and devices. And besides being your profile and your kind of Nintendo uh, account in the cloud, you know, for all these games and friends and messaging, it'll also be the platform for the new Club Nintendo, you know, it'll be a a a reward system, so you can earn points, and this is a new thing, by buying, like before, and playing games, so the more you play, there will be a system to earn points when you play, and again, this new uh, membership system works on consoles and on mobile devices. And the points you accumulate can be used for DLCs, physical goods like the the Club Nintendo before, and game discounts, coupon codes, to obtain discounts for Nintendo games. And of course, you know, again, this applies to consoles and mobile devices. So, in theory, the more you play one of the future Nintendo games on your iPhone... The playtime will count uh, against your points in the, in the My Nintendo platform. And it's, I think it's a great way to entice people to keep playing, no matter the Nintendo platform they, they want to use. Um, Mike, I wanted to ask you, because I'm, I'm kind of torn here. The, the, the technological part of my brain says all of this is obvious why haven't they done this before because you know it seems just of course it has to happen like this that you got a single nintendo account and everything is synced to the same account and you can carry that account everywhere and there's a platform where you can see you know your account information your friends messages notifications games backups everything on the other hand I got to say this is a big change for Nintendo to kind of embrace the web and the cloud like this, you know. We were we've been saying for years this is what they got to do. And now that they're doing it, I almost can't believe it. <laughs> you know? Yes,
0: yeah, so this is the thing like it's been such a long time where we've been talking about the fact that this stuff yes. is needed. And we've been talking about it for so long, it kind of just feels to me now like Nintendo's never going to do it. (laughs) So I look at this announcement on the face of it and I'm like, okay, this is sensible. I don't believe they can do sensible, so I'm going to wait until it launches before I accept it.
1: You're skeptical.
0: I just feel like at this point, I don't trust Nintendo to do anything in conventional ways. Because everything that they do is unconventional. Like, we're going to talk about the mobile game in a minute, right? And there's, mm-hmm, like, more mm-hmm. proof of it. That they just seem to have such an interesting culture of doing things their own way that I'm I'm just going to wait and see. Because on paper, that all sounds exactly what we've been looking for. But, like, for example, have they said anything about, like, cross-buy of games? No. Yeah, so you mean that's... No. I just feel like that's going to be one of the things, right?
1: Yeah, I hope so. But all these sounds so traditional, so... So finally, you know, <laughs> you're doing all these things. Finally, I mean, uh, character backup and game data in the cloud, and, you know, especially when you tie that to Amiibo and character information. What if you, you know, you, you use the f- this figurine for many years and then you lose the figurine or, or you break it. Well, then you now you can restore data from the cloud into this figurine. I mean, they didn't say anything about this, but it's got to be coming, right? Uh, it, it It's... I really want to see what they do here, uh, because my 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 impression is they they have realized that for many years they have let people down when it comes to uh, just the utility of the cloud and just mm. let me sync everything everywhere. And maybe it's like they they I don't know how uh, because other companies figured this out many many years ago. But it's like they finally realize, yeah, maybe, you know, people are upset. (laughs) We got to do something. So let's just do it all. We don't care, Uh, which is a good sign. And the other part of the announcement, Mike, is the uh, quote unquote mobile game, which is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about this, Uh, but I guess you want to take a break before you, before we, we talk about the game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good idea. This week's episode is also brought to you by Igloo, the internet you'll actually like. With Igloo, you no longer have to be stuck at your desk to get your work done. You can manage your task lists, you can manage your documents, and you can share your status updates with your colleagues whilst being anywhere this is the beauty of igloo as long as you have a web browser and an internet connection you can access your intranet which is mind-boggling i know to people that are using corporate internet products at the moment i remember i would be chained to my desk where i had to stay at that one desk that one machine that one log on that was how i got on to our company intranet but with igloo you can log in from wherever you want to be and get your work and when you do log on it's going to look great because Igloo is fully customizable you can make it look and feel exactly how you want you can turn on and off the functionality for different teams to make everybody's Igloo experience the best it can possibly be you can also integrate services like Box, Google Drive and Dropbox into Igloo so you're able to safely and securely share documents within your company and to your employees without taking them out to people's own storage systems you can integrate them all in so it keeps it all nice and secure they have 256-bit encryption single sign-on and Active Directory integrations, so you're able to make sure that your company is fully compliant with all of the safety stuff that you are going to need. You can also share files using Igloo's own document collaboration and previewing engine and you can read who has read each document with read receipts as well, so you're able to easily keep track of everybody being on the same page. It's time to break away from the internet that you hate. Go and sign up for Igloo right now, and you can try it out for free for any team of up to 10 people for as long as you like. Sign up right now at igloosoftware.com slash virtual. Thank you so much to Igloo for their continued support of this show and RelayFM.
1: So... I'm really struggling to describe this. The the mobile app. I don't want to say it's a game. The mobile app is called Mitomo. Yeah, let's
0: let's just quickly just say how they announced this. Uh well So what what Nintendo it was really weird, right? So there's this yes. whole press conference. They get to yes. the end of the press conference, and who was on the stage at this time? Uh, Kimishima. Kimishima. And- he he says uh, our mobile game isn't ready, we're delaying it to two thousand and sixteen. Uh thank yeah. you so much for coming, basically. And then just ended yes. the press conference. <laughs> so everybody starts signing off and tweeting about how dumb Nintendo is. Oh man. Right? It was it was Twitter was on fire. And then for yeah. some reason, like I just refreshed <laughs> the Wall Street Journal live blog page and they started taking questions and then started talking about the game. So I like send you a message and I'm like, oh, they're announcing it now in the questions section. And they have done something that we should have expected but didn't. Nintendo have a weird game. Um, it's called Mitomo. And it's basically, it looks to be like a mobile version of Tomodachi Life.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You control uh, your me avatar... Um presumably the character that you create on a Nintendo console, uh, and presumably, again, it syncs in some sort of way to your Nintendo account. Uh, anyway, Mii characters talk to each other, uh, they exchange messages, and you communicate feelings and thoughts with other users. The idea is to push people to communicate with other people through me characters, and... Based on information we gathered from uh, the the great great work of books and an interview with uh, Kimishima today on the Nikkei newspaper in Japan, um, we have links to 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 these uh, interviews uh, in the in the show notes. Um, apparently, there's going to be ways to buy inside Mitomo. Uh, you will be able to buy outfits. For the Mi characters with in-app purchases, and there will also be a way to buy in-app games. So if you're familiar with Line, which is a messaging oh, app that's huge in Asia, this is uh, what they're doing. Yeah, now this is I to understand me. It. <laughs> to me, this is exactly what they want to do. Nintendo want to do their own. This line. isn't
0: a game.
1: This is not a this game. Is this a is a social network. For yeah. But it's not for us. No. So let me let me contextualize okay. here. If you go to the Japanese app store and if you look at the top 100 apps, basically like at least 30 of them are line games. So the line app is at its simplest state, a messaging app with cute stickers. So it's like iMessage with cute stickers and characters drawn by different artists and companies who team up with the Line app. So there's Disney stickers, there's Star Wars stickers, uh, which is also Disney, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Um, There's all these different packs of stickers that you can download. And initially that that was what Line was popular for. Then they kind of expanded to the concept of in-app games. So the Line messaging app became a portal for all other sorts of applications inside line wechat is another one just like this
0: where you yeah. like wechat has like the ability to do purchases and you can order food yeah. and yeah. basically there there are these couple of apps in in asia that people live their entire lives in yes this is of this appears to be what nintendo wants to get into
1: yeah, I, w- I was reading an article uh, on on WeChat a few weeks ago, and it's just crazy. Like in China, the amount of time people spend into WeChat—you can order like a cab, or you can you can p- pay for food, you can you can pay for movie tickets, you can shop, you can do everything inside WeChat. So anyway, on the Japanese App Store, Line games are the ones with a, with a, a little green badge on the icon that says Line, and. Those are games that are based on your... So I haven't played any of these, but I've I, I watched some videos and I read some articles. These are based on your line account and you, like the social network of friends uh, is based on your line account. Um and if nintendo says in an interview we want to do outfits we want to do in app games that you pay for to me that sounds really similar to line and wechat and all these other models you know the basic app is a communication system for users based on these cute characters which japanese people love um, but the the real monetization is in the you know unlockable items and games inside the the the, the mitomo network In fact, Nintendo said, we want to localize this in eight languages generally. We want to distribute this in a hundred countries. So unlike, you know, WeChat and Line, which are kind of struggling to expand beyond Asia, it seems like Nintendo wants to expand to a lot more countries, (laughs) like from the get-go. And in fact, I checked and the App Store is available in more than a hundred countries. So I would assume that Nintendo is just going to release this game everywhere. When they say in, in 100 countries, I think the app store is in 155 countries, maybe. So I, I guess they were trying to say, we're going to release this game everywhere. Um, and I was also reading this article from Christian Knott on the Gamasutra, and he makes a really, really good point. Uh, he says, this is like a Trojan horse to get people to try the Nintendo account, to sign up for a Nintendo account, to start using My Nintendo, and... It's also very clever, the idea of a communication network based on, you know, exchanging feelings and thoughts with these cute characters, because culturally, Japanese people are not like Western people. That's what he says. I'm not an expert here, I'm just quoting. Uh, But I think he is an expert, you know. He's, He's a very great journalist. And he says, culturally, Japanese people are not inclined to share feelings so openly, like in the Western society. So... All these, you know, uh, social networks and messaging apps—they are huge in Japan because of these cultural reasons. And doing these as a way to get people to sign up and later basically ask people for money to kind of make the the experience uh, cute or more fun, you know, with games—it's very clever. And In the interview with the Nikkei, in fact, Kimishima said, we want to use Mitomo to reach 100 or 200 million My Nintendo members. So they're going for, you know, they're going for the, 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 you know, the big game here. They want to get a lot of people to sign up. My question to you, Mike, now is, is this, uh, this game or app too weird for us? That's one of your of your long sides that I <laughs> always. I think,
0: I think maybe yes, but Line and WeChat began somewhere, mm-hmm. right? One of, whichever one of those was first, probably Line. It began somewhere. It began in a market that didn't have something already like that, so we don't have these services, these all encompassing messaging services in uh, the western world yet Nintendo could be the company to do that my feeling about this though is that this is not what Nintendo does and if this does become a massive success it significantly changes who Nintendo is over the next five years this is not what they do so if this becomes what they start doing, that has effects that change everything about their business. If they do get two hundred million, that's a lot of people. My Nintendo members, because of Mitomo, <laughs> then that makes Nintendo an incredibly different
1: business. W- when you say it like that, it sounds crazy. <laughs> so,
0: right. So when I look at they, they always do this, right? They always over. State there what they can do, I think. But you look at this, and it's like they're not dumb. Someone has worked out that this is a potential. If they manage this, I don't know what Nintendo looks like in five years' time, because it turns them into a significantly different company. Um, I I just don't know how I feel about this because I don't think I want this, um, and I'm not interested in this. And I'm now interested in the other five apps that they will, or the other four apps that they will have within the year following. So they said they're going to have five apps by March 2017, and the rest are all paid. Yep. So they're going to be the games. So this is what this is how I see it, right? This still fits in with my master plan for Nintendo, right? They will build the accounts. So this is exactly what um, Iwata was talking about. Yeah. Right, when you look back, they were talking about using a mobile app to broaden the experience and the sellability of Nintendo games and platforms. That's Mitomo. Yes. It is a way to put ads and little features and little games that broaden into the wider Nintendo world. Mm-hmm. right put them on the phones so my feeling is that's what Mitomo is intended to do NX comes out and four NX games within the first six months right so let, let's say that it's like a year away right let's mm-hmm. say you know within the first six months of NX that's when we start to see those games coming out and they are all linked directly to the console games
1: yeah in so, some way. Yeah. You
0: know, You know, like I said before, like I imagine, let's say a Mario game um, on the NX uh, and there is a Mario uh, f- uh, Endless Runner on the phone and the coins that you collect um, on the Endless Runner add into your main game for power-ups. Yeah. Or Animal Crossing is the obvious one. So you can still walk around in the daytime and check all your stuff. <laughs> Animal
1: Crossing is... Made for mobile devices. <laughs> it's kind
0: of surprising to me that they didn't leverage the Animal Crossing brand for Mitomo. Right? Um, I mean, it's, it w- feels more fitting, but Tomodachi Life was the first sign that Nintendo gave towards the fact that they are looking to expand the Mi branding um, a little bit wider. I mean, I have a general problem with that. Because I think if you're looking at the way that Miis look, um, that is not next generation. They've been carrying that same look for (laughs) will will be three console generations. And they need to have a little bit more customization options here um, to make them actually look like they make any sense in the current market. Because they look like really, really dumbed down cartoon childish things. Uh, And and I think Nintendo could do more to make those characters look more exciting. Um, And I hope that that's what's going to happen over the next five months. Um, But what Nintendo. Now I know more about what this game is about, I understand a lot more about what they're doing. So Nintendo are saying that they're going to wait until March because they want to get the story out and get everybody to understand what Mitomo is. To promote, to promote and explain the app were the words that we used. And now I have had the app explained to me. I kind of get a little bit more about what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I still want it just the same amount, which is not at all. But at least I now have an understanding of what this is meant to be rather than what looked like was just a complete failure. Mm. You know, when I initially okay. saw this, I was like, well, they screwed it up. Like they just yeah. went and screwed it up because, like, what is this crap?
1: Yeah, but exactly. now I can
0: see what they're trying to do. And the plan is to build the account. So my feeling is, right? Nintendo have gone to Dina and they've said, We need you to build our account base. How do you do that? And they say, We build Line.
1: <laughs> you know? But- I struggle to imagine how this will be as big as line. You know, will you go to Mitomo when you just want to send a message to your friend? But obviously- well, that might not
0: be what it is, though. It might not be a messaging app, right? But it, it, But imagine it doing, like, a lot of these things except messaging. So you yeah. go in and play little yeah. games, but you go in and, like, so they can build the Animal Crossing aesthetic into this. I still can't believe they didn't use Animal Crossing. But, like... <laughs> The Animal Crossing idea is you have to go in every day to check what's available every day, and some yes. of this is in Tomodachi Life. So the idea being that you must log in every day because how else are you going to get the cool hat to have in your character to play that game with your friend? There is a way that this can work, but I, as I, said, I just don't know if Miitomo works globally. Animal Crossing would have. And that's what is so surprising to me. They must have a bigger plan for Animal Crossing across these platforms because there is no reason you wouldn't just make Animal Crossing for this because it is perfectly suited to what
1: they're attempting to do. They
0: must have a bigger plan for Animal Crossing. I think so.
1: But I also kind of, I, I think that maybe the idea is to reinforce the the, the feeling that this is actual People you know talking to you. Or it's you, right? It's you. right.
0: It's you and your friends because you create each
1: other. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a really, really good point. That's why they're using the Mies. You know, these are people. It's just, it's the avatar of the avatars of people you know. And again, I don't know if, if. if this will be as big as line, maybe it can be something else that you also check. if you live in Japan and you use Line every day, you also go check Mitomo. But clearly the model seems to be the same. you know We provide this basic infrastructure uh, to get people to sign up and talk online, and then we're going to monetize everything inside. And it's, it could be a clever plan. It's not a mobile game that we were expecting, you know? It's not the, oh my God, how are they going to do Mario jams on the iPhone screen with no physical controls? You know, maybe that will come down the road. Uh, but today... This is a more, I would say, social kind of, you know, and and w- web two-ish Nintendo in a way. I wasn't expecting this, honestly. I was expecting like a, like a, m- a mobile version of Mario or Animal Crossing, and it's a traditional game for smartphones. Instead, they're they're being clever here, you know. And this is obviously, I guess, Dina's doing, you know. I don't believe Nintendo is, uh, you know, as this requires like like a fresh knowledge of how the App Store and and mobile communications these days work. And this is probably why they went to Dina for uh, asking for help. Because, you know, you guys need to tell us what people want these days. It's (laughs) too smart. The
0: idea is, I believe, too smart for uh, Nintendo to have come up with. (laughs) Yes. I love Nintendo. I love everything about them. I love their insanity, right? The crazy things that they do. But their failings over the last few years is what tells me that they probably couldn't have come up with something like this. Uh, Given the system that they had, they needed to bring somebody in to shake it all up. And I think that they've done that. Uh, But I I still wish that they just were like... It's launching in two weeks' time, and it's a Zelda archery game for the iphone and you know that yeah. that's what that's what we all wanted, right? yeah, we didn't yeah, yeah. want th- what we've been given, but if Nintendo has this plan and they believe this is gonna work, this is the right move for them as a company because they should not yes. be launching a game yes. onto the app store that does not communicate with an n x game that is just a fact right now. There is no point. Nintendo does not win if they have a game that they sell on the phone that does not somehow inherently communicate with or sell further for their home consoles.
1: Yeah, unless Nintendo wants to become a mobile company only. Which, which they is, don't. They don't. Uh, so, yeah, they're, it's kind of, they're very upfront, you know, in saying, look, we want to we wanna basically use the mobile platforms to make money on our own, you know. It's, it's a the, at least they're being honest here. Look, we're gonna make these mobile apps and games to get people to pay for the other stuff where we make the real games and the real money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate the honesty <laughs> that's what I will say. Uh, I, I really want to see what happens here with especially with this Mitomo in the uh, in the West. I mean of course they're gonna change the name, right? not going to be mitomo in, no, in the it us
0: tomo why like, would it not be we have the we we have the me right it's the the names are already all kinds of wrong like tomodachi life was called tomodachi life yeah you're it right. will be called mitomo because plus the problem is you oh, yeah. can't you can't change the branding and, and, and it be a
1: worldwide service right imagine if twitter was twitter in the us and like twitomo in japan yeah <laughs> they, they won't do that it,
0: whilst it doesn't make sense Right, and it doesn't make sense anywhere though. Really, I can't imagine. Uh, but they'll they'll go with Mitomo, and that will just be right, the name so that we end up calling
1: Mitomo. It, it is all Mi-tomo right. It is better get used to it. Uh, Mitomo, we'll you Tomo, we, <laughs> we all, we all Tomo. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear!
0: Do you have anything more you want to say on this? Uh, on 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 Mitomo? Yeah, or on the Nintendo stuff. <sighs>
1: It's really, it's a really strange time, Mike. Uh, like, on one hand, there's the crazy Nintendo saying we're working on a brand new gaming experience for for the the future console, and it kind of puts me back in the mood of the GameCube failure. And what happens next? So the Revolution and the Wii. And it's the same exact scenario. In fact, the Wii U is selling even less than the game, than the GameCube. Uh, and now Nintendo is saying we have a codename. It's called NX. And it's a brand new gaming experience. It's exactly the same scenario of the, the pre-Wii days, the Revolution mm-hmm. teasers. And that's that's cool, you know, the Nintendo, long time Nintendo funny it's like yeah, yeah, I remember I remember this kind of excitement. I, I'm really looking forward to this stuff. And then there's, there's this new Nintendo, being like, you know, the, the 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 uncle that's trying to be hip and cool and they're doing new things and you're like, Oh man, what are you trying to do here? But then you look at what they're trying to do and you're like, Yeah, this is clever actually. And so it's it's strange, you know, because I initially dismissed Mitomo as a stupid and weird attempt at trying to be social and, you know, have something for a smartphone. Uh, but then when you look at the uh, the economics of the App Store, especially in Japan, uh, and, and in the fact that Nintendo is asking for help to an outside company, I'm like, you know, this could actually work. And they're doing this online component, which is all the right features. You know, it's a unified system. It's a, it's everything in a single place. I can take this account and carry it with, with me everywhere uh i i almost can not believe it that they're they're being in, intelligent for for once when it comes to online and services you know so it's it's a, it's a two sides of of a new coin really there's the traditional nintendo and the new nintendo with the help of their friends it's for sure an interesting time and i you know this new course could actually get people curious about Nintendo again, to be, to be excited for what Nintendo does next. Because, you know, this company, every, everyone likes the underdog. And Nintendo is the underdog again. Uh, and, and, and people love to see a once great, from a, from a financial perspective, company g- get desperately crazy for success and hungry for popularity again. And that's what makes it all fascinating to observe. And I think it'll be really fun to be on the, on the sidelines here for the for the next few months and see what happens.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting time. They continue to do things that are new for them, and the real benefit is even if none of it works, it shows a desire. To well, try at least they tried. Things. Yeah. yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that, that's maybe more important for Nintendo right now than, than anything else that they could be doing yeah I agree if you'd like to catch the show notes for this week's episode head on over to relay.fm slash virtual slash 56 if you want to find Federico online he's at Faticci and he writes over at maxstories.net and I am at imike And we'll be back next time. Thank you so much to our friends over at Squarespace and Igloo for helping support this episode. And thanks to you, as always, for listening. We'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Federico.
1: Arrivederci.